0: Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode 14. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals for 2022. My name's Gary. I'm the head of design here at Captivate and each week I take you behind the scenes, pluck out a team member and have a chat with them about some features we're working on, awesome podcast industry news, awesome tips or a combination of all three. So this week for episode 14, I have grabbed our MD Mark and we're going to chat about podcast conventions and meetups and conferences, whatever you want to call them. So Mark and Kieran have both been attending these conferences for many, many years. So I thought it was only about four, maybe five years. It's more like um, sort of eight, possibly nine, even ten years since Mark. And then um, a couple of years later when Kieran jumped on board and the pair of them started to attend regularly and so on. So the theme for this week's episode is... Not just specifically getting out to podcast conventions or conferences, but more so the relationships that are built uh, via just talking to various people, you know, podcastees, you know, the attendees and other podcast hosts and podcast tech people, all that stuff. It's really about um, taking the time to to, to talk to uh, as many people as you can, but you sort of nurture those relationships and, you know, have that quality time with people so that you can bring all those findings and all of those things back, uh, as, as Mark and Kieran did into Captivate, and so on. Before I get on to that chat with Mark, make sure you're following this podcast in your preferred podcast app, so you don't miss a show when it lands every single Wednesday. So, without further ado, here's that chat with Mark. Enjoy. Joining me on Captivate Insider, episode 14, he's back in the hot seat. He's back on the show. It is our MD, Mark Asquith. How are you, sir? I'm all right. Thank you, sir. You? I'm um, very well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, a regular on the show, obviously. Although I have I've sidelined you a little bit the last few weeks. I thought it was important to get some other peeps on, highlight some of the other team members because we've got a great team, and it can't just be the Gary and Mark show. We've got another podcast for that. We do all that stuff already, but it is great to have you back on though because the subject for this week is podcast events and conventions and meetups and all that stuff, and just how you guys have attended. When I say you guys, you and Kieran um how you guys have attended those things from way back way back i thought it was just a few years but it's gone back you know quite a few years when you were over in the us and you know all of those things and built relationships and 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 invested that value back into captivate etc so um to kick off them as i said you and kieran did loads of travel in those early years you invested your own time your own money you know to get all over the place and when you were getting captivate up and running. What made you want to invest so heavily in getting out to events and and meet up? Because you didn't have to do that, but you guys decided that that was an important thing at the time.
1: Yeah. And it it was really like way before Captivate as well. Like I, when you and I started our first podcast, whenever we were just on about it off air, you know, whatever, 2012, 2011. But it was, it was a long time ago. Anyway, I I sort of pretty quickly um, wanted to find out more about the space. So I remember going out to NMX in Vegas and, um, then I did podcast movement that year as well, back when it was just a tiny little thing. And that's that's where that whole British podcast guy came from because there was literally no one else there from Britain apart from maybe Colin Gray. Maybe he was at that one, I forget. Um, and that was in Fort Worth. It was a second podcast movement. I missed the first one by like two weeks um, in 2014, which was the Kickstarter funded one. And um, it was funny because it... it, it he built a brand really quickly. Like, you know what I'm like, I just get into stuff and I'd sort of treat everyone the same. So it doesn't matter where they're from. It doesn't matter what their title is or whatever. I was just like, all right, mate, you know, do you want a drink? What's, what's the deal? And, uh, you know, someone would say, well, you know, that's the that's the guy from Apple. I'm like, I "Don't matter, he's all right. He seems to like lager like me. We're all good. So it was... Um, you know, when you when you look back at those days, it, I don't think it was necessarily we want to be out there doing it because it's a Captivate or even back then a podcast websites thing. I think it was more, it'd be nice to be around the industry because it, it really was a lot smaller. And I mean, it was like a lot, a lot smaller. And I started speaking at those events from day one. Like I don't think I've ever attended a conference that I've not spoken at literally ever, apart from maybe the first NMX. And... Um, so it was just good. It was just a good laugh. You know, you'd go out and everyone was so inclusive. Everyone was really community driven. There was no egos. There was no, like, you know, we got a little bit from some of the OGs and we just, you know, I just did what I always do and was nice to them and now they're friends. So it was, you know, it, it, it was, it was weird, man. So I, I, I don't even think back then it was like, oh, we need to go out there as, as a brand or a business. It was just, it would be good to be in the industry. Um, and and when I think when we first started gonna things like Podcast Movement and Podfest and a few of the others, we you know, we were going with podcast websites which later, you know, manifested into captivate and, and, and when we started exhibiting it was just look, we need that no one's doing badass t shirts. No one was doing good design t shirts. They were all doing like the, the lips in one hashtag podcaster, which is cool, you know. Um but I thought we need to go and do some badass T-shirts that just look like T-shirts you buy from a shop. And that was, that was sort of, it became our thing. And now everyone does it, you know? And it's, um, so it, it was, it was really for that. It, it wasn't even like, let's go build a business. It was just, isn't it good to do this? Um, and then when we saw that working, so what, what happened then was that we, I think because everyone knew us, and and I mean, you know, we've got some really good friends from all the events, you know, we were out there pre-COVID four months of the year, um, to the point that like Jared easily at Podcast Movement just jokes about, it. he's like, don't you live here now? Oh yeah, good one, you know, and he, he's, been, he's been saying that for years, and um, we were doing so much, and it got to the point that when we did launch anything, so whether it was podcast websites or whether it was uh, Captivate or whatever people knew people knew enough about me and then subsequently Kieran because he started coming out maybe two or three years afterwards um, that it was like, well, if it's from these guys, it'll be honest and it'll be good and it'll be fair because these guys are honest and good and fair. So it really did help the brand out a lot um, and especially being one of the only British people out there, it, it, you know, it massively helped. So yeah, that, that's a bit of a, in a nutshell history, but it was it was just to go out there and have some fun to start with. Go and drink some beer
0: in the much. US with with podcast beeps yes yeah, so that's fascinating so it wasn't so much a, a necessary building block to to get captivate off the ground and and progress it in those early years it was literally just to just to be involved to be around the people in the industry and, uh, and and be involved in that stuff which is cool so would you say that um, although it wasn't important in in getting captivate going how, uh starting those relationships in person was really important though because if if captivate if you just started to you know if you made decision to start captivate last year during the pandemic all of that stuff would have been online and zoom and not quite the same so would you say it was more so in, in terms of timing it was much more important to be out there face to face with people rather than relying on zoom
1: oh it was huge and it and, it, and i'm not saying that it's um Actually, let me rephrase this. It was not necessary to launch Captivate. It's just we didn't do it on purpose to start with. We just did that many events that um, we'd sort of walked the floor with everyone. You know, I'd spoke to, I'd spoken to all types of podcasters from from the big networks to you know the Mark Marins to the Aaron Mankeys of the world to Jordan Harbinger of the world. You know, these very serious top level podcasters. To the people like, you know, starting a Star Wars show like you and me or starting a knitting show like Joe and starting a, uh, you know, like a fishing podcast like Lou and and, and served like Raph and aftermarket stuff like Calm and, you know, we'd spoken to all manner of people. So when we created Captivate, it was like, well, it's sort of obvious what we need to build because they've told us, you know, you've got Sprout exhibiting, you've got Libsyn, you've got your pod beans, you know. Um, it's easy for 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 us to listen to what people. I wouldn't say necessarily don't like, but what they told us some of the gaps were, and we were able to go in and just make something that filled the gaps pretty easily, you know. Um, And it was, it was very very necessary. It really was, and the sheer amount of it. People used to be surprised, like man, you know, the amount of red eyes that I've done, dude. Um. You know, I mean, I, I, I've done, I've done huge conferences. I've flown out to, i flown out to New Jersey for a conference with like a hundred people and fifty people. I've been to, um, you know, ten person meetups and and it it's all worth it. It is all worth it. So it's um, it took a lot of time. You know, there's things like you know Chicago podcast movement when when I I think I had to fly back for a friend's wedding and it was like just pure red eye. You know, I was I flew back I had about two hours sleep and got on another plane to fly to this wedding and it was. At the time, you're like, what am I doing? But it, is, it really is, when you look back, all worth it. And it's, um, nothing that we've done would have been possible without doing that in-person stuff. You know, look at, a great example is, you know, some of the other companies that started around with similar models to us, like Captivate, never really been to conferences, you know, started a little, started Captivate after they started. And, you know, we've, we've certainly surpassed in terms of team numbers and the, the growth, you know, the speed of growth month on month has been far greater. It's because they don't show up, you know, and it's it, that's up to, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that is totally fine, but it's a choice isn't it, you know? And, 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 and if you, uh, if you want to be seen to be present, then you've got to be bloody present, you know? So you, whilst we could have done it online, you know, the fact that we've got nearly ten years behind us, we've got twelve hundred podcast episodes, we've got speaking events around the world. We, you know, we're very pleased and, and honored to be able to call some of the, the people in the industry really close personal friends—not just friends of captivate, but you know, personal friends. Um, you don't get that without putting the time in and just being a decent person. You know, so it's it really it is purely necessary. It Completely was.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question, actually. With the there are some podcast hosting companies and podcast tech companies who you don't really see at events. You don't really see much of them. I mean, they've got a great online presence, but you never really see them sort of pop up and and either sponsor um, certain events or even just attend, you know, and just wander around and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, that sort of answers my next question as well, where the in-person stuff, the relationships that were built. Um, I guess it's not just a case of, oh, there, there's the Captivate guys that's going to ask them about the best way to start a pod. You know, it's not that simplistic sort of stuff, is it? It's more like like you were saying the gaps that needed to be filled by just being in the conversation and in the room and and uh, and doing all that stuff. So would that be, would you say that that's, that's brought you back the most value um, in terms of um, not just not just from a a fundamentals like, yes, we need to check this checkbox on the feature list, but also, hmm, let's fold that one away. And in a year's time, when we get around to that, I've got some great ideas for that feature. That's kind of the stuff that I I remember when we've gone through each feature and we've built it, you've always said, I've had that in my head since like year one or month six or something like that. So the, the relationships and the conversations you've had either on the floor or in the pub over like pint number 10, is that the stuff that sort of gets filed away in that big old head of yours?
1: Yeah, definitely. And it, it, it's, it's um, I'll often have an idea based on what I do as a podcaster, which will then be reinforced by someone else, but from a different perspective, which then rounds the idea out. And, you know, that happens 10 times and suddenly you've got a pretty well-formed feature like the research links in the episode planning. So I've been wanting to do that since like day dot. Um, but it was making sure, I think the, the, the challenge with that is like making sure that you're not just building something that serves your show and so you've got to do that research. But I, I think the other the other side of that is as well. Um, well, probably two things. When we first started attending conference and I started speaking, honestly, like there's loads of people doing this now. Um, but before, when when I first started speaking, there was no one really talking about business in podcasting and like marketing principles that apply to anything that you're trying to market, but looking at it as a podcast. No one was doing it, honestly. No one was doing it. Um, so I started things like the listener acquisition flow. I did the categories and the, the category podcasting, not the category, like the multiple feed seasonal stuff, before Apple even announced those features. And that, that got masses of traction even from Apple. Um and then the flip side of it as well is like the other the other part of that is that um, you know, if we as a brand have ever sponsored an event, we've never just put crap in the bags um you know keep your bottle openers that's what's the point in that yeah it's a bit of brand awareness but we we actually spent time writing nine unconventional ways to grow your podcast and the feedback that we got from that was just this is an, the best resource we've ever had out of any swag whatsoever and I'm like oh, well you know that's because you can use it it's not just going to go in a drawer and then get binned when you clean your house out um so we've always been very thoughtful with that and also um like took an interest in, in people, like there are a thousand people that I've met at podcast events that that either use Captivate or don't use Captivate, but advocate for Captivate, you know, the, the, I could list a, a, so many people um, that we've just met, you know, that, it, was, it was pretty testament when Sam and I were at Social Media Marketing World, which I wasn't speaking at, I was just there basically to attend because it's sunny in San Diego and Sam and me were on like a bit of a conference route for podcasting, we were out there pre-COVID for like two months, just doing every conference and then having like a few days in between. And um, social media marketing, well, I think it was like Andrew and Pete said, oh, do you want to get some dinner? And I just said, yeah, all right. And I started, you know, did the rounds and sort of through the day, I was like, I was going for dinner, going for dinner with, you know, various people that I knew from all the conferences. turned up at the restaurant and there was... (laughs) there was like 50, 60 people there that I I just simply didn't realize how many people that we knew that we could very quickly pull this big meetup together because we'd just been around for that long. And it's, it's about thoughtfulness and it's about, you know, uh, as an example, it's, it's about remembering genuinely, not just from a look at me, I'm a CRM, but, you know, remembering what's going on with people and actually being interested in what's going on with their lives. Um, and, and, and just making sure that they know that you're just, you're not there to kind of manipulate and just build a relationship so you can sell them something like, oh, you know, you see these bloody entrepreneurs online going um, going through. It, it, it's, it is a very genuine thing. And another thing that used to be, that was always interesting. So you go to these podcast events and these other events and you'd always get like the quote unquote elite podcasters. And, um, you know, you'd say, right, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to come to, we're having a meetup for all the local podcasters and, and you know, or whatever, all our like users or whatever. Or you, we're just going to get a load of people together. And you'd get all these sort of quote-unquote elite podcasters, you know. Oh, no, we can't. We're going to a private a private event with, you know, all the seven-figure earners. And you're like, what are you doing, you absolute plonkers? Because they were alienating <laughs> people so much, mm. you know. And it, it, it just it showed to me the wrong way to manage conferences. And a lot of those people are now having brand issues in the podcasting space because that's what they did. They were like, you know, I don't have time for you. I'm doing this elite round table with these, you know, these six figure earners. And you're like, well, all right. So it, it, it really is about genuine personal relationships, you know, and, and get the, there's so many people that I know. And a lot of, this is sort of the other funny thing is a lot of people think, you know, hosting companies, there's a lot of um, animosity or there's a lot of competition. There's not. You know, like Albin, John, me and Sam, you know, we 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 shared a lot of drinks at Podcast Movement Evolutions. You know, Rob Walsh, we took him out like 500 tea bags and some Doctor Who swag. We, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk to Crystal and we'll talk to Todd at the blueberry stand. You know, we, we were next to them at PME and it's, what people don't tend to see is like the 4 a.m.s where all the hosting companies are sat around just having a really good time as friends. But then that translates into how the conversations are the next day with everyone else. So you you get seen as just genuine people. And then when you launch something, you put something out, people are like, well, it's just it's just marking the team selling the thing that they said they were going to sell. It's not this anonymous, you know, sign up to the funnel, you know, sort of sales pitch. So it really does matter. It does. It does definitely. And I think that's uh, that's
0: probably the, big, the biggest takeaway is that you guys are not there sort of um, trying to flog, captivate, um in a sense you're you're involving yourselves personally in in that which is great uh, but i see what you mean though that, that that seems to happen a lot across various industries with events and conventions and whatnot i've been to my fair share of design related conventions over the years and you often find this little sort of group of people that are not just the speakers themselves but like the sort of high flyers if you like the well-known personalities within the space and they often go off to their own little thing and stuff like that and it puts like this invisible barrier of inaccessibility between you and you know so yeah i totally get that dude and um okay so as lockdown is you know sort of coming to an end it has here in the uk and you know depending where you are in the world it should be soon um the calendar is now looking full again you know the events are starting to be to be booked back up are you excited to get back out on the road get back out to some trips and stuff
1: yeah i can't wait for it you know we were supposed to be at Podcast Movie Evolutions in LA a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, we've got little little Dot that arrived, and obviously I couldn't go for that one, but um, we'll be at the podcast show in London, which is going to be brilliant. We're sponsoring it as Captivate as an exhibitor, and then we've got Global, the larger Global family is one of the main top-tier sponsors, which is pretty cool. We're doing a couple of, couple of talks. I'm doing a talk there, and then I'm... I'm uh, um, I think it's a panel with James and some... Maybe just me and James from Global. I can't remember. Um, and then we're out at... Um, sadly, not at PodFest... Told Chris, said it's the same date as the podcast show. And he was like, Mark, you can fly out the same day. That's Chris. If you're listening, you know it's you. And, uh, but we can't, as it happens, because that's not how it works. And so that's a shame. We can't be there. Um, but we'll be in podcast movement in Dallas, which would be good. So it'd be good to see the team there. And then there might be some in October, like She Podcasts out in DC. We might get to that one. And, um, a few others. So I am looking forward to, it. I see next year has been a bit more of a fuller roster as well. Um, I can see us being at PME just because it's in Vegas. And why the hell would you not go to Vegas? And then there's going to be obviously um, my money's on somewhere like a Denver or a, a maybe a revisit to Philly or Chicago, or even maybe New York for, for, for podcast movement next August. Um, so I'm excited about it. And I think being able to go out um, and not have to sell Captivate, you know, not have to because people know it enough now. They, you know, and if they don't, that's okay. We can talk them through it. But I think just going out and just having a good time and and just you know having meetups and taking people to theme parks and top golf like we used to do is that's where like the real relationships are built, not the give us your business card and tell me about your podcast. You know that that happens naturally. So yeah, I can't wait, man. And the other thing that I'm excited about is what's weird that I always forget is that captivate proper launched probably January twenty twenty. Um obviously we're in beta from August. Um we've not done any events really as Captivate. You know, the team hasn't been out. So and and, and because we've been in in isolation, like legitimate isolation since, you know, twenty twenty, it's it's I think the team will be surprised how many people know what we do and know us personally because, you know, it's it's rare that we don't know people at these events, but the team hasn't been exposed to that goodwill that comes with that one, you know? So it's, that will be fascinating to see.
0: Yes, indeed. I'm certainly looking forward to, um, to having the opportunity to, to jump on some of those trips. It's going to be uh, insightful, to say the least.
1: Yeah. You need to put your ideas up, mate, get some new shoes. <laughs> Can't come in with them shoes on. That's what we're saying to you. I'm like, come on, mate, it's with us. No, sorry. Do you know who this is? Gary from Big Blue Box Podcast, on side with Mark Asquith, <laughs> that British podcast guy, and they were like, yeah, but he's British as well, isn't he? So, <laughs> it work, don't let it? them both in. This is one of them's lying.
0: Yeah, and then Kieran comes in, headlock, and then we're both in anyway. Well, that's
1: how, we, don't, don't, yeah. that's how we got into the Hawaiian, you know, party at Podcast Movement a few years ago. He was like, I'm not dressing up, I'll headlock my way in. He did dress anyone, up in the end.
0: Anyone that's met Kieran will know that's not a hundred miles from the truth. So
1: yeah, Having said that he's like four foot six. So <laughs> <laughs> he can only headlock certain things.
0: That's true. Yeah. Okay. So the the key takeaways from this dude is that, um, yeah, getting out to conventions and anyone that's like, you know, in the startup space and SAS space and you all know, that, you just get out there, just get and get out there and chat to people and talk and not necessarily, uh, sell your business in a, in a direct way. Like Mark said, that's just give me a business card and we'll talk later. Let's not do that let's uh let's take the cool stuff that we talk about and uh, and bring it back into our into our business i know that we do that with captivate like i said we'll be devving features and designing features and mark will be like this is great because i've wanted to do this since i spoke about it with insert person's name here Mm -hmm. in podcast you know so it's all good stuff so thank you very much man for um for taking the time to chat to me on captivate insider once more it's been good as always
1: yes i am looking forward to getting back out there and doing more of these um more of these you know and um (laughs) It'll be, like I said, it'll be very, very interesting uh, to see what the situation is. One, like, kind of parting shot I'd will, uh, I'd say as well is because obviously it's going to be a lot of podcasters captivate podcasters listening to this. Um, you know, all those things I've said about growing captivate through relationships, it works for your podcast as well. Like, there's nothing better than um, what a lot of people do, which is wrong, is they'll just zip around. In fact, I'll tell you a tale about this. There was me, Hanny. Um, from um, repurposed.io, Colin from the podcast host, Ross Podcast Insights, I think it was Albin was there from Sprout. a few of those, and we just sat around, you know, chatting, and this guy just came up and went, here's my podcast business card, threw five cards out, and we were just like, and then he bailed and just started giving his card out to everyone else, and we're like, what is going on there? Uh, I can't remember that guy's name, I don't know what, I think the card went in the bin, um, and I think a lot of people forget that if you have a genuine conversation, that person, even though it might feel like, you know, oh God, I've got to talk to as many people as possible. Give the proper time to people because they deserve it. Like they will do the advocacy for you because you're just being a nice person. You will get more connections from less but high quality conversations. Like that's such a parting shot that a lot of people that certainly attend podcasting conferences or conferences in general for the first time don't understand. They'll just be like, right, need to talk to as many people as possible. And it's, no one remembers that person. That's good advice, dude. So don't
0: cast the net far and wide and hope for the best. You know, spend the time to uh, yeah to fish more sensibly. Nurture. Nurture, yeah. It's good. Likewise, reciprocated. So good. Thank you very much, dude. Uh, I'll let you go. And uh, I'm sure we, you'll be back on the show uh, very soon. And we'll chat some other good uh, podcasty industry. Captivate tip stuff. So thanks again, man. It's cool.
1: Thank you very much, mate. Yes, good episode. I'm loving listening to this, like I say, every time I come on. So, yeah, wicked.
0: What a cool thing. What a cool thing to be able to do as part of your job is to fly and, you know, to various countries and attend these cool podcast events and so on. And it sounds on the surface like it's a bit of a jolly, you know, you just go out and, you know, have beers with people and stuff like that. But I think as Mark... Went through some of his answers in quite a lot of detail. There, you can you can certainly appreciate the value that you you bring back from those events. It isn't just about flying off somewhere and having a good old time. That's part of it, of course. You know, doing this job and you know having to do international travel and stuff like that. You need to be able to enjoy yourself, of course, and and you know and and have a good time and enjoy what you're doing. Otherwise, there's no point doing what you're doing. I, I guess, but you know, a little bit of advice and a few tips there on if you do attend any of them make sure you're nurturing those relationships with people and, and take the time to have a quality chat and you know don't just fling your business card around and, and walk off that's that'll get you nowhere so um we're looking forward to getting back out on the road and as mark said there's a few there's a couple of events that are scheduled throughout the rest of 2022 that we're going to get out to and then again next year as mark said we're going to uh flesh out the calendar a bit more and um and uh and get out and about so if you see us at an event then come and say hi come and say hello always welcoming and we'll probably do a bit of a breakdown on a captivate insider episode actually once we've attended an event i'll give you a review and a breakdown and and some of the things that we did at these events on the show so you can get a feel for uh for what we got up to so thank you very much for listening as always it's great to have you listen to captivate insider and if you're not using captivate yet to power your podcast you can do that with our free trial just head over to captivate.fm you can sign up completely free for seven days everything's unlocked we don't put anything behind a kind of restricted um, paywall or anything like that once you sign up to the trial you get access to everything so head over there kick the tires set a new podcast up and see what you think and if you've got a podcast somewhere else and you want to bring it over to captivate then no worries on that stuff it's really simple and easy to do the import process is nice and simple and you'll be up and running with your current show uh, in no time and again you've got access to all of the features there so captivate.fm free trial for seven days come and give us a try over there and also like i said make sure you follow this podcast on your preferred podcast app as we put a new episode out every single wednesday So until next week for episode 15, have a good one and happy podcasting.